What's good, everybody? This is your boy Drizzy Dre, Mr. One and Only, sitting in the chair, and that means the flex zone. Yes, y'all. And I'm not by myself. I got D. Yeah, unlike the Clippers, we're not going to get beat down like they did it off night in episode 126. Byron? Oh, don't worry, people. The flex zone is going to last longer than Brock Lesnar in the world. <laughs> Mikael. You said fellas. You got your fellas with me. <laughs> Long girl, player. I was going to introduce you, but Byron threw me off with that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What's going on? What's going on, First Lady? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Now, I need, I need you to say it with your chest, though. How you doing? What am I, Wendy Williams? How you doing? <laughs> Oh, no, actually, it's a uh, it's. Well, I forgot Wendy Williams actually did say that, but no, it's it's a it's a WWE thing, and Cravante. Uh, my dog's in the Super Bowl, dog. <laughs> so, Cravante already broke it down for y'all. We're gonna start off with the NFL, and then we're gonna get into some WWE, y'all, in a sec. But of course, we got some house rules to take care of. Go ahead and follow us on uh, Twitter. And Instagram at the Flex Zone One. Go like our Facebook page, the Flex Zone. And if you have any questions, ideas, or possibly want to be a guest, send us an email to the Flex Zone One at gmail.com. Yes, Cravante, your dog is in the Super Bowl. You better know it. Y'all better stop playing with him. Best best team so, in the league, man. Forget everything I said. Best team in the league. So, with your dog being in the Super Bowl, does he get the chip? Um, I've been thinking about it for about a week and a half now, and I think the Falcons have a really good shot at winning this championship. I'm a little bit worried because top-notch offenses going into the Super Bowl usually don't have a good chance at winning the Super Bowl. Uh, looking back at looking back at history, outside of the 49ers, um, usually when you have a top-tier defense like that, I mean top-tier offense like that. Usually they find a way to lose, but I think it would change this this go around. Dan Quinn and Kyle Shanahan is a beautiful relationship, and unfortunately it's going to end right after the Super Bowl. But while they have it, um, I think they'll make the most of it. Matt Ryan's having an MVP season, and Julio Jones is having a top receiver type of year again. I think this is the third year in a row he's had at least 1,400 receiving yards. I mean, what, what more can I say? Two great running backs. The offense is lit across the board. I'm just going to need that defense to make plays. Mikel, who do you got winning? Uh, I wanted to shake up in the NFL. I was hoping the Pittsburgh Steelers would have gotten there and we would have been a little bit different. I can't pick against the Patriots. The Patriots are the Patriots. So I'm going to pick the Patriots, but it's going to be interesting to see what the plan of attack is for Atlanta, because we all know what the Patriots do. We all know what Bill Belichick does. He gets into these mind games, and they do their best at taking away your bet. And that's why we got, why don't you give the ball to Marshawn Lynch when it's one yard? Because you got somebody like Pete Carroll trying to out-coach Bill Belichick or try to out-think him. So if they take away Julio Jones, then what else does the Atlanta Falcons stand on? I know they have a great running backs, but I want to see what they're going to have to, what they're going to bring to the table, because Ironically speaking, if you look at this on paper and you think of the team that the Patriots are, a lot of people are saying they ain't got no chance in hell. My heart, Atlanta Falcons. Let's see something different happen. But I will not pick against the Patriots. I'm going for the Patriots. Byron, who do you have? Is this even a question? I mean, is the sky blue? Come on. I mean, it's, uh, it's, here, it's we it's here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's the gold standard going with the greatest coach and quarterback duo in the history of sports. Bill Belichick, the mastermind, who takes away what you do best, like Mikel said. Stockton do a lot of things great, so it won't be an easy chance. But the Patriots' defense is well-equipped. That back end is very, very good. And Tom Brady, I think he's seen a defense like this before in Seattle. They do a lot of the same things in Atlanta, a lot of cover one, cover three. So it's a lot of base looks that I think Tom Brady will be able to take advantage of. And I just think when it gets to it, I think Matt Ryan will make one more mistake than Brady. And I think you'll see the Patriots with the ability to run the ball with blunt, keep Matt Ryan, play a little keep away. And I just think they'll be able to win. I think it'll be a close game. 
I think it'll be a filling out process, but I think the Patriots will be able to pull away late, create some turnovers, and I think that the weapons of Brady, Edelman, Hogan, Floyd, they got they got weapons. I think they'll be able to pull away. And Brady cannot lose the Super Bowl because if he loses, it's three losses in the Super Bowl. Then that question of the greatest of all time kind of question. You can still go Montana. But, I mean, if he wins this, it kind of helps a minute with five chips and two losses. So. D, who do you got? You know, I don't want to pick New England, but I'm, le- I'm leaning that way, sadly. And I think the main reason I am because Matt Ryan, as great as he's been, he has not played in a big-time game. This is, of course, the biggest game of his career by far, but even in college, he didn't play in a big game at Boston College. Coming into the league now, he's gotten over the hump in the Super Bowl finally, but I just think he's going to make that one mistake that's going to it's going to take a liner out the game. And Julio Jones has to play big. And Coleman and Freeman, the running back tandem, combined has to get over 100 purpose yards. If they can do that, they have a chance to beat New England. But I just think that that sly Tom Brady and Bill Belichick is going to be ready. Well, I guess it's my turn to pick. And just like Byron, do you really got to ask me? Oh, God. You already know who I, I – look, I said New England and Dallas – Damn it, one of them I got right, so. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Here we are. Dallas should have been in the Super Bowl, by the way, ladies they and gentlemen. Not have been. Will you stop? Will you so, leave that alone, Dre? So, no, I'm not going to leave it alone. Stop it. Because the Dallas Cowboys, this shouldn't have been the first time. The Dallas Cowboys should have been in the Super Bowl years ago because that was a catch, damn it. Why are we still talking about stuff from like three because four the years ref ago? Because the Because because the Dallas Cowboys keep getting screwed over time and he time again. Played in the Pro Bowl it's, last night. It's, it's Jason Curry coached in the Pro Bowl last it's, it's night. A, it's a conspiracy against no. the Dallas Cowboys. I don't understand. Maybe it's because hey, Jerry no Jones. Because Jerry Jones is is the is the is the renegade owner, and and it's a bunch of haterade going around. A couple haters. Couple haters. Vince McMahon is not running the NFL, okay? But nevertheless, look, and and I know despite what Roger Goodell says, he doesn't want to hand that trophy over to Tom Terrific, but guess what? You can't stop destiny, baby. So we go and go for history. Wait, hold on. Here we go. He got another team, guys. Talking about we. Talking about we again. He he, he got like a roster full of NFL teams. He has a roster full. Are you guys not understanding this year? He has a roster full of NFL teams. So, no, no, I don't. I'm, but, I mean. And no. the Dallas Cowboys lost to one-legged Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. They lost fair and square. They looked like suckers in the first half. Let it go, brother. I'm just saying, man. Cowboys had love living in the past. He bringing up the catch. That wasn't. It was a, ca- mean, it was a catch, damn it. You need to watch Frozen. Game. Let it go, okay? It wasn't. Let it go. <laughs> So so wait a minute. I, so Karate, you said you got the Falcons, um, and everybody else got the Patriots. Yeah, I, so, I don't, you don't, I don't so you don't. Want lo- to. So you the lone wolf on on this. I said, you know why? You know why? Now, does your quarterback get MVP? Um, he, he nine times ten he probably will because it, I doubt it goes to somebody on the defense. Not with Tom Brady on the other side of the ball. It will probably go to Matt Ryan unless Julio Jones gets like a hundred between one hundred fifty and two hundred yards or something. So it probably is going. It probably is going to go to Matt Ryan if By- he wins. Byron, who do you got for MVP? Oh, I'm going with Tom Brady. He's going to look at you know Roger Goodell in the eyes. Roger Class is going to be standing next to him. They're going to be laughing and pointing. Bill Belichick going to have that evil smirk. It's going to be like revenge of the empire. It's going to be great. Mikael, who do you got? Falcons win, Julio Jones. Woo-hoo! I don't. I, I, I like Matt Ryan. It's nice that he's finally lived up to the expectation. However, we all know where it starts and ends in Atlanta. And if it's the Patriots, we all know they're handing the trophy to Brady, and we all know that he's going to have joy in Roger Goodell and what that's going to be, if that is. I say I'm going with I'm going with uh, Julio Jones if they get it. I know the the famous thing to do is put it on the quarterback, but Julio Jones is going to be the difference maker to me out there. D, what no, do you no, say? No, no, see, 
Oh, well, go ahead, Kabata. No, no, see, the thing is, I, that's what the Falcons do best. So, you know, Bill Belichick is going to do everything he can to take Julio out the game. Julio might have an average game. I hope he doesn't. I hope he, I hope and pray he doesn't. But he's probably going to have an average game if Bill Belichick has anything to say about it. So, as much as I want to go with my dog, Matt Ryan, going to, he's going to have to spread the ball around. And usually, if it's even across the board amongst my receivers, they give it to the quarterback. Or, or unless, like, one of their running backs have a big game, but, you know, probably Matt Ryan. And, of course, Tom Terrific if the Patriots win. I mean, so, D, what, what was your pick? I'm going to go with two wild cards on, on defense on each side. Vic Beasley Jr. for Atlanta. He has to get to Brady. He can get more than two sacks. It'll, it'll be a long day for Tom Brady. And on New England's defense, Malcolm Butler, if he can pick off Matt Ryan two times at least, he'll get it too. All right. Well, I need, need, definitely need to have a big game on the defensive side. Well, Usually two picks for a DB, three or four sacks, maybe a couple four fumbles, maybe a recover fumble, and do it for the uh, – for the alignment uh, or linebackers. But I do have one boiling point. Just want to get this out of the way real quick. What kind, This has to be the worst playoffs I've ever seen. Like, the absolute worst playoffs I've ever seen. The margin of victory between the winners and losers had to be about 17, 18, nearly 20 points. And the Pacers have been cakewalking the entire playoffs. They haven't been challenged at all. This is horrible. They look like the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't, I don't like it and I don't appreciate it. They, I've seen one good game that was the Cowboys and Packers. All the other games, Wild Card Weekend was whack. Uh, the AFC Championship was whack. Everything was bad except for that one game. So I, I really, really, really hope the Super Bowl will be great, outstanding, uh, a beautiful game, beautiful moment to overhaul all the whackness I've seen in this uh, NFL playoff. Just horrible. You, you know it's bad when the uh, Pro Bowl is better than most of the playoff games. Right. <laughs> and when have we ever said that? That was Kirk Cousins threw that ball to Des Bryant. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's weird. 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 Oh, my God. I'm just saying for Kirk when he was trying to run run back that interception, man. Like, let it go, Kirk. Let it go, man. I was going to say, boy, you losing money. <laughs> well... I guess that concludes our segment for Super Bowl 51. Most people most people pick the New England Patriots and That's my dog. We're going to go with the Patriot way. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, no. That's my dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Um you heard the the regular panel on the other side. We're going to get into some WWE and review the WWE Royal Rumble on the Flex Zone on Fox Sports 1340 AM, the only place that can give you sports how you want it, when you need it. The 413 Center Incorporated is an emerging nonprofit organization dedicated to serving the children and families of Baltimore City through an array of comprehensive programs and services. 413 is hosting an eight-day historically black college and university bus tour from Maryland to Florida during spring break April 6th through April 13th, 2017. Full tour sponsorship is $750, which includes transportation, lodging, meals, materials, and activities. 413 will visit the campuses of 15 HBCUs, allowing participants the opportunity to experience life on a college campus, apply for admission, and make informed decisions about their educational future. Visit www.413centerhbcutour.org or call 410-921-9512 for more information about the tour, including the application process and ways you can support this effort. All right, y'all, we're back. The, this is the wrestling portion of the Flex Zone. Yes, y'all. And so this, I'm so excited because I got my boys Roger D. 16-time world champ, John Cena. Yeah, he is. We're going to get into all that. And then my man Jeff, how's it going? Hey, what's going on, guys? So, Jeff, last night, the Royal Rumble, what did you think about the pay-per-view overall? Uh, I think the matches were good, and then, you know, we got to the Royal Rumble match, and I think that's where, you know, it was kind of a big letdown because we thought we were going to see some surprises, and, uh, 
you know, we we just we just didn't see it. And I think a lot of people can agree with me that it kind of, you know, had a high expectations, but kind of failed to meet them in the end. What, D, how, what did you think about the Royal Rumble overall? I thought the uh, matches single uh, on the undercard was great, and then the Royal Rumble match, one through ten was good. 11 through 20 was kind of a lull, and then we picked it up when Randy Orton got in. And it was good until number 30 when uh, we heard uh, the Roman Empire music open up. Roger, what did you think about it? Um, I I thought it was pretty good, but I, I just wanted to see some, like, people that we, that, that we didn't know that was going to be in there. Like, like, years past, you would get, like, maybe a Diamond Dallas Page or a... Uh, Kevin Nash or, you know, somebody that you you never would have thought that was going to be in a Royal Rumble. And also, I, I didn't like the fact that they didn't have, um, you know, um, Finn Balor in there and Samoa Joe. So I was I was I was disappointed in that aspect. But I like the fact that how they, you know, how, how everybody got that shine that was in the Royal Rumble, you know, was able to show off their moves and pretty much. um you know, put on a good show for the people. But, I mean, the Royal Rumble itself was was okay, except for those other factors. I can say compared to the last three years, it was pretty good. But, again, we we was looking for them surprises, and we just didn't get them last night. Yeah, we didn't get those surprises at all. So, Jeff, are you happy with who won the Royal Rumble? Uh, a little surprised because when we were heading into it, we were hearing a lot of names, you know, with Goldberg, Undertaker, and then like we got to the like the last couple of days for some reason, Randy Orton's name came out, and we were like kind of scratching our heads because like, well that was out of the blue, but uh, you know uh, I think it'll be fine if he's not taking on John Cena at Mania because I don't think we want to see that for the millionth time, but uh, good for Randy Orton, and I kind of think this is kind of like a reward for him taking a beating from Lesnar, so I think it is all kind of a reward for uh, SummerSlam. So, um, but you know what, though? Um, what I'm going to ask you guys is, I think the biggest letdown was, like, number 30. And I think that's probably what's been the most talked about because that, to me, was probably the biggest issue I had with the Royal Rumble. I mean, that that's the point that we were actually about to get into, uh, Jeff. What do you think about Roman Reigns being at number 30? Uh, you know what I thought the first thing? I was like, this guy, man, gets everything given to him. I was like, he's going to get the number 30 this spot. And, uh, you know, I don't know where they go with it as far as, like, if he's going to become a heel. But, man, like, I'd be like, it's no way I can cheer for this guy. Either they really want me to dislike him because there's no way I can actually root for this guy. And then he eliminates the Undertaker. And, I mean, no one's going to root for him. And just you hear the audience reaction. It was just really... You know, just not in favor of Roman Reigns. And I don't know if WWE is continuing to push him down our throats like this, but it's just to me like, wow, you know, like I was waiting for Finn Balor or Samoa Joe. And I think part of it, too, is just a letdown of not, you know, not being one of the surprises that we thought it was going to be. So overall, everybody is disliking the fact that Roman Reigns was entered at number 30, even though he had a. even though he was, he was in a title match earlier that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as you as you pointed to Jeff, he he eliminated the Undertaker. Yeah. Is that the matchup we're going to see at WrestleMania? I I think so. Uh, it's kind of puzzling too because Braun Strowman interfered against Roman Reigns, and he thought they were going to set up something between Braun and Roman Reigns, and then when they went to uh, the whole. Uh, Roman Reigns eliminating the Undertaker. That was kind of like, okay, so now they're gonna, you know, now they go with Reigns and Undertaker. I think that's what we're gonna see at WrestleMania. I think that uh, I think that's what Vince wants to see. I think they want to see, you know, Undertaker again, maybe pass the torch again. But I, I see this as, as there's no way that Roman Reigns can play this as a babyface. You gotta, you know, look at this and, and and embrace the heel turn. Uh. Roger, what are your thoughts about Undertaker versus Roman Reigns, possibly? I think it's going to be a, a pretty good match. Um, I think I think Undertaker fighting Roman Reigns is a safe bet because I think Roman Reigns probably would take care of him in the ring. Because if Undertaker fought somebody maybe like um, Braun Strowman or uh, Goldberg or Brock Lesnar again, 
I, at his age and the way he's been looking, I don't know. But I think I think I think that's a very safe bet for the uh, for WrestleMania for the Undertaker going with Roman Reigns. You, you said all the names, my headphones fell off, man. I know. I, I saw you cringing over there, man. Hey, look, the Undertaker can take care of it. Dre, Dre I, this hurts me because we're both big Undertaker fans, but I heard this on my man Peter Rosenberg and Cheap Heat earlier today. He looks like the Orlando Magic Patrick Ewing right now. He's, <laughs> he's at the end, man. He's, he's on his last he's leg. Right oh, end, man. man, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. He's right it's, at the end. It, it hurts, the, man. It, it's the Undertaker. He's not at his last leg. He, I think look, look, he look. is. The last ride is coming, man. And I think this might be it, man. This might be the transition. Roman Reigns might get the torch now, man. There's not enough just for men for all that 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 oh, great wait, that he wait got. A minute now. I ain't no, going that far. But if you if y'all think Roman Reigns is going to beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania, I would do it, man. I would. I would do it, man. No, I, no, I wouldn't do that. I, I don't. Be- I, I prefer them not to do it, but. I wouldn't mind him doing it. I mean, this is like when y'all were saying that Shane would beat The Undertaker. I, oh, I didn't say that. Whoa, whoa, I, whoa no, no, no. No, I said that. no, no, no. Who said that? I who didn't said say that. that nonsense. It, it was somebody. Who said that Tom Fulway? It, it was somebody last year who said that. And I know uh, we're going to get this from Jeff, but I, I wrote down some of my WrestleMania match predictions. I'm praying that uh, Shane McMahon we'll, and AJ Styles we'll, is not we'll, a part we'll of. get into the WrestleMania projected card uh, I'm, I'm praying. To, to conclude the show. I'm praying. But I, I just don't see... Roman Reigns beating The Undertaker, I think that the fact that The Undertaker has one loss at WrestleMania, it kind of, I, I think that's where they wanted to stick at. And Jeff, do you agree? Uh, no, I, I think Roman Reigns will beat The Undertaker just because, I mean, it's their guy. There's no more, there's no more like mystique with the streak anymore. So to me, I think there's just their chance to just elevate Roman Reigns as the next guy. I mean, you know, Cena won his match last night and, um, you know, you know, he's, you know, I'm not saying he's coming to the end, but, you know, they got to build that next one. And they're very, very much into having Roman Reigns being that next guy. So, to me, it just makes sense that, you know, Undertaker, well, I guess we'll kind of pass the torch at Mania, but I think definitely leads to Roman Reigns being Undertaker. I disagree. I think it's still the Undertaker's yard. And I don't think, and I think the big dog turns into a, a poodle. And WrestleMania. <laughs> All right. A lo- another elimination that happened was when Brock Lesnar got eliminated by Goldberg. I, I don't know what happened quicker. <laughs> oh, the, the match at, at the Survivor Series or the elimination at the Royal Rumble. Why does Lesnar keep getting embarrassed by Goldberg, Jeff? They're doing a good job. Again, we didn't expect it. We thought... We thought Brock Lesnar was going to get his revenge. We thought he was going to mow him down, and WWE, WWE did it again. They surprised everybody. Everyone was shocked, and uh, you know, uh, I was surprised as well. Uh, and they play as Brock, as uh, Goldberg has Brock Lesnar's number, and uh, I like what they're doing. Uh, again, it was it was it was surprising, but uh, I see this uh, coming to head at, at WrestleMania, and I think. I think with Goldberg, I think being up after WrestleMania, I think after that night, I think that uh, Lesnar will finally get his uh, his his revenge on on Goldberg. Yeah, I think the same thing. I think at WrestleMania, Lesnar has to pumble <laughs> Goldberg. Like th- there's no other way around it. I mean, you, you've been embarrassed twice. A- at some point, you can't let the beast look like. Y- y- he, I don't know what in the world to even describe what Brock Lesnar has been looking like recently because this is a man, you saw it in the Royal Rumble. He dominated. It was certain the people who were highlighted at the Royal Rumble, they 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 were dominant. Goldberg, Taker, Lesnar, Strowman. 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 They all look dominant. Yeah, Corbin too. They, they all look dominant within the matchup. And then Goldberg again just embarrasses Brock Lesnar, and it's just like, come on, man! How many times are we going to see this? So, I, to me, I think at WrestleMania, I think Goldberg, I think Lesnar has to dominate. Goldberg. It is telling us the story. It's the old Billy on the uh, mark. Once he gets punched in the mouth, he gets a little scared of that guy, man. He can still be a Billy, but when that guy comes that punched him in the mouth, he gets scared again on him. He he doesn't look scared of him though. I think he's just I frustrated. Think he, yeah, yeah. It, it's shocking. Yeah, it's it, like man, you keep bellowing. Just show a little crack in the armor, you know, because it it leads to the you know the drama, you know, like oh wow, Goldberg has his number, you know, so so Brock isn't Brock right now. So it's good to see. It's good. It's, it's good build up for WrestleMania, where I think though, I think the Beast will will be back, and I think he'll 
he'll, you know, he'll get his uh, win over Goldberg. Yes. Man, I see. <laughs> hey, Dre, remember, um, was it 2013 that it was Brock Lesnar in the big show? <laughs> yeah, at the Royal Rumble, yep. Yeah, I, I, I could see something like that happening to Goldberg <laughs> at WrestleMania. What, like 30 chair shots? 30 that... chair shots, 40 chair shots. Something something extreme to that extreme, you know, Not... because, I mean, I mean, I mean, he beat him three times, three straight times, and then burst him twice. And, then, and like, since when Survivor Series is in the Royal Rumble, so, I mean... I expect a beating. Now, now, what do y'all see if the Universal Championship's involved in this? Well, uh, yeah, that, uh, that's good. That's a good point, hmm. D. Why do you think the Universal title is going to be involved in I this? I think Kevin Owens is not going to go into WrestleMania as a champion because him and Jericho are destined to face each other probably for the United States Championship. So it would make sense to have Goldberg, as it's going out, win the Universal Championship, get some steam on that title because it desperately needs it still. Have him and Lesnar fight for it at Mania, and then Lesnar can have it maybe a little while until maybe SummerSlam. We know he won't be on consistently then, but the title need that, that Universal Red Roll Up Fruit Roll Up Belt, as I like to call it, <laughs> needs some juice on it. What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've been reading it where uh, Goldberg's going to challenge Kevin Owens at Fastlane, so I, I could see it for the title, and then Brock, you know, getting the ultimate, you know, win and the champion at, at WrestleMania. I think, hey, listen, it's WrestleMania, so, you know, part-timer central, and I think this is another way where, you know, they'll put the title on Goldberg, one last hurrah. And, uh, yeah, I see it being for the, for the universal title. It's just all leading up to that. It just looks like that's the road they're going with. Um, I mean, look, during the Royal Rumble, Goldberg was eliminated by The Undertaker, but it seems like they wanted to be Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. What matchup would y'all rather see The Undertaker face? Goldberg? Strowman? <laughs> what? Or, or Roman Reigns? Oh, Lord. No, not Strowman. No, not I'm going to actually say Roman Reigns. And I and, and Roger said it earlier. The Undertaker needs an opponent that can be safe with him right now. And as much as we love Goldberg, Goldberg's not the safest guy in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. Let's, let's just be honest about that. And... And Braun Strowman's definitely still kind of green. He is, he is maturing well, though, to his credit. Yes, he is. But a match with the Undertaker is still not yet. So Roman would would be able to protect the Undertaker and make it make it look good. Yep, I agree. Yep. In the Royal Rumble matchup, who looked who stood out to you guys? <laughs> that's that's easy. Braun Strowman, number seven. He came in at number seven and eliminated seven people. I mean, he was just all over the place. But I, I I was a little disappointed when he got eliminated by uh, Baron Corbin, though. But I it mean, took, he but he I, but he came out and he did what he was supposed to do. Right. It took I, three guys to eliminate him. Right. And actually, oh, uh, eliminate Strowman. I mean, no, I thought no. It was uh, well, yeah, yeah. It took three guys. It took three because then um, Corbin hit him with the clothesline over the rope. Right. That, but that Corbin is my pick. I think Corbin surprised me. I didn't expect for him to look that good in the Royal Rumble, and I'm glad that he actually got it got a lot of shine right uh i like I, I wish i could have seen more of a dynamic between uh corbin and the undertaker um who corbin was eliminated by the undertaker but i think that it, it gave him that that much needed push that it seems like it seems like he's projected to be one of the top guys on smackdown and they they need more guys to to face for their belt as well um you guys uh, hear the crickets when Apollo Crews came out? Do you want to know if you guys heard the crickets? Yeah, I did. I heard uh, the crickets. Oh, uh, God. That was, that, was, D, wasn't that your, um, wasn't that the pick that you picked that day? Uh, whatchamacallit? Yeah, we had, we had a contest last night at the restaurant we was at, Jeff, and I had number 22 as my favorite number. And when I seen Apollo Crews come out, my head just went down. <laughs> you know, the sad part was if you would have picked 23, you would have you won. Yes, I was one number away. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for reminding me. Here's a sleeper, too. I want to give you guys this one. You guys were talking about, you know, yesterday, and it was impressive. I gave it to my man, Chris Jericho, the 61-minute man. Wow. Uh, oh, man. I, you know what? He entertained me to no end, him being knocked to the floor four times. And then <laughs> and then, and then, and then just, just entertaining that thing with Gallagher. Only Chris that Jericho was great. do it. Got yeah. to give him credit for that. and. I think he broke the record he the, did. For, for most uh, time in a Royal Rumble match. I think it was like almost five hours. So yeah. Give, yeah. give Jericho his praise there. You know, I always, I always, 
I'm a mark for Chris Jericho, but i got to give the guy credit for entertaining me throughout the whole match. I wouldn't have been mad if Chris Jericho actually would have won the Rumble either. And, and again, he's like in the Final Four, too, so he's, he's done that a, lo- uh, a, a lot recently, a while too. too. Yeah, he's been in the Final Four, so, uh, just you know, we'll, we'll miss him when he's gone because this is, you know, you, with the stuff that he does, it's just he's good with the timing. He's good with everything. And you know, his age and lasting in there for an hour plus, it just, you know, just shows you what kind of... Uh, performer he is go ahead roger you had something to say. oh it was the um the exact time was four hours and 56 minutes yeah oh, see yeah. yeah so that's pretty impressive hey, he broke we, triple h's record i think can we get props to the Miz too he took a lot of moves last night and, and it took him <laughs> a while to get eliminated too but he took a lot of finishers a lot of moves last night from people man man the, the Miz. i mean you, you see you're seeing some of the the storylines set up for wrestlemania and I kind of I kind of like him with still teasing Daniel Bryan. It would be nice to see The Miz versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Uh, hopefully we can get that matchup. I hope so. Uh, because, the, because we talk about guys being safe in the ring. The Miz is one of the safest people in the ring. True. I, I don't know. Daniel Bryan might be uh, getting ready to celebrate the birth of his daughter. So it might. I don't know the timing to be right. I mean, I think the timing would be right. The timing would be right. Yeah. It's just... You know what? What is he prepared to do to get in the ring at WrestleMania? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know how far Bree is along. She might be six or seven months, so that'd be around that mania time. If I don't know if we're gonna get to this, guys, but I just want to ask you guys: Would you guys were your thoughts on the AJ Cena match? Did, oh, mama. oh, oh, we're 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 good. We're we're gonna, uh, we're, we're, we're gonna um, get into that in a second, Jeff. Okay, okay. okay. But oh, I, I got I gotta ask you first. Um, while we're still sticking on the on the Royal Rumble, what about Randy Orton winning the Royal Rumble? What are your thoughts about that? Uh, yeah, like I said before, uh, it was unexpected. Uh, it was like recently I said we I read that he was the favorite, and uh, I think they're going to do a, uh, a a Bray Wyatt Randy Orton angle where it's for the title on SmackDown. So uh, that's that's new. It's fresh. I just wonder why it took so long to push the Wyatt family, and now why it took so long to put maybe the strap on on Bray Wyatt if he wins that at the chamber. So I mean, it's kind of like you know, wow, now they're doing it, and just weird when Bray Wyatt's momentum is kind of like you know, fifty-fifty. But um, it, it's new and fresh. But it would really be you know, just like not worth it if if we saw like Orton and Cena again at WrestleMania. I mean, we've seen it so many times. I don't know how that would be fresh for the WrestleMania match, but, um, you know, uh, I think we see Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. I think that will be good. Roger D., we all saw the Royal Rumble together. We were all shocked that it was Randy Orton. Uh, I thought that when it got to the finals, we were all just hoping and praying that it was not anybody but Reigns, we were saying. Exactly. Hashtag anybody but Reigns. That's right. Anybody but Roman. But – at some point, I was like, okay, Bray Wyatt is about to win this. And then it ended up being Randy Orton. I, Do didn't, you... I didn't say it on our preview show. I mean, cut you all, Dre. But Orton was my third pick. I didn't – I was hoping for more surprise, but he was the one I was thinking, like, it would make sense if he won. Why do you think that? Because I think Orton – and Jeff made a good point, too. It, it was a reward for taking that beating from Lesnar. But out of all the guys, he needs that juice the most – to get that credibility back on himself. Yeah, I mean, he did take a you know a long time off last year when he came back, and he came back and he just was like pretty much that guy behind Bray Wyatt for a while. And this, but this right here puts him back in the main event you know picture, and this puts him back where he belongs on top you know of the WWE. So, I mean, it was I. It was good to see him win a Royal Rumble yesterday and not Roman Reigns because I was like, why is Roman Reigns even in this Royal Rumble when he just had a title match? What would have been better if he was maybe been at 25 or even set up something with him and Strowman earlier than to be him be in the match, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I can see that, but I just, you know, I just think, yeah, the placement is okay. I mean, it, it, it wasn't really that that big of an issue but again like though I mean Randy Orton we, you know we forget though he's like he's a multiple time champion he's a main eventer and like, I think the reason why we're surprised is because he was kind of like in behind the scenes with, with Bray so I think that's why it was like surprising a little bit of a head scratch that they gave him you know, the Royal Rumble win I, look, 
I mean, everybody knows that I, I'm a huge Randy Orton fan, so of course I was, I'm happy to see Orton back into the title picture. And I, I just, I'm just hoping it's not Cena, Orton at WrestleMania. That's something we don't want to see. We've gotten too many matches in the past where matchups where we didn't want to see it. We were, we we didn't want to see Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, even though it, it, the match actually turned out to be better than what I thought. We didn't want to see Lesnar uh, and Ambrose last year. We didn't want to see. Well, I'm talking, I'm talking about main event. Oh, main event. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we didn't want to see Roman Reigns versus Triple H either. Oh God, no, no, no. 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 Oh man, talk about brutal. So, I'm hoping that this is not the angle that they go for. Uh, we'll see, but I, I've heard a lot of people say that they think it's going to be Orton versus Bray Wyatt, and so so the fact that everybody thinks Bray Wyatt is going to win at the Elimination Chamber goes into what Jeff was saying earlier. John Cena winning his 16th WWE championship. Now, but for how long will he keep the belt? The Elimination Chamber is in two weeks. What would be the point of putting the belt on John Cena right now, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, I I, I think part of it was to have you know something to cheer about for those two thousand people at the Alamo Dome, uh, but I, you know that you're right. It doesn't make any sense if they're going to put on Bray Wyatt. So you know, part of you says, "Oh my God, they might do Cena and Orton again." So we, you know, we don't really know because if they do change the title at Limited Chamber, then this kind of made no sense, you know. But uh, well, I guess we'll find out down the road. But I just really want to praise both you know we know there's John Cena haters I'm one of them I'm very outspoken but I got to give the guys props and AJ Styles I mean I could see them fight you know forever you know what I mean I could see them fight you know tomorrow next week you know they just they just have a great chemistry and I think that was the match of the night that match stole the show and I think uh, it's already maybe a top top two in the uh, match of the year so far early in January uh, so I mean, I just want to, you know, he praised on that match. It was just an unbelievable matchup, and you have two guys that have great chemistry and uh, just had a great performance. I don't know what you guys think about it. I thought that it was the best match I've seen of the year. This match, I think, was actually better than their Surviv- than their SummerSlam matchup that they had. Um, I do wish the ending was a little different. I'm a Cena fan, but I do wish that AJ Styles would have gotten over on John Cena because I think that AJ needs the push more than John Cena. Right now, John Cena's already established as the man, but AJ Styles is still finding his way into into WWE. If you had to give Superstar of the Year in 2016, for me it would be between AJ Styles and The Miz just because I think that they both have helped the SmackDown brand. And also, I, also I would have to give it a little bit, too, to um, a, a nod over to Dean Ambrose. But I just feel that AJ Styles, the way he's been able to hold on to the belt, I think out of the two people who've had belts, Kevin Owens and AJ Styles of their respective brands, AJ Styles' title run to me is a lot better than what Kevin Owens' title run has been for the simple fact that Kevin Owens can't beat anybody clean but AJ Styles it seems believable I mean he's AJ Styles has cheated in some of his matchups but at the same time you can see that okay AJ Styles can actually win a match without needing assistance without needing I mean he's doing it without the club right so and and the fact that he's also beating John Cena clean in the ring also and we haven't had John Cena have a rival since I mean they tried it with Sheamus but Edge was the last person to really get under John Cena's skin and actually beat him. Right. Kevin and, and Owens did too, though. Kev- well, Kevin Owens, I don't count Kevin Owens for the simple fact that he had one. If Kevin Owens, and AJ Styles has two clean victories. As a matter of fact, he has three because he got him in the triple threat as well. Yeah. So I, I just wish that. Um, I don't think that, that, that Money in the Bank was clean, though. I think the, the club helped. The, the club him. helped him, but I mean. 
the fact it, that it, the, the fact that he actually was able to beat Cena clean at SummerSlam, it propelled him to another level, and then it was able to give him the push for the title. I think that WWE dropped the ball with Kevin Owens at first when you had a you had um you had Kevin Owens beat John Cena clean and then he started losing to John Cena. I think it was the opposite this time with AJ Styles winning so much over John Cena and I just wish that they could have had somebody just have John Cena's number. I'm like this guy isn't like that superhuman. Like good gosh, even you know Hulk Hogan, you know, he he lost sometimes. Uh Bret Hart, Austin, Taker. Mm-hmm. Rock, Triple H. All the greats lost. But it seems like, I mean, they still tease the fact that Batista has Triple H's number. So, I mean, the fact that I just wish that AJ Styles could have continued to be that guy who was like, you've never beaten me, John. Like, to me, I think that. That would have been that would have been cool for me, Jeff. What do you what What are your thoughts? What, what I had an issue was I didn't like the lead into the match because I didn't like the way John Cena kind of like tore down to AJ Styles and saying, "Oh, I'm I'm your champion because I'm I let you be champion. You're just that guy from Atlanta. Or you're just the guy. You know what I mean? I, that, that to me was uh, the the dressing down of AJ Styles. I didn't think that was necessary. You know, uh, I don't mind the outcome, but just that it just didn't feel like you know, uh, just just to like not give him his due credit and try to like just talk him down. That that I wasn't a big fan of because you know AJ Styles is uh you like you're saying superstar of the year 2016 and I just don't I just wasn't really a big fan of the whole you know uh, talking down to AJ Styles. You know, like he wasn't on it on Cena's level and clearly you know he definitely is. You know. I, I agree with you, Jeff. Man, um, I seen that last week. I'm like, damn, he, he, did he did he have to do that to him like that? I mean, it's so I mean, kind of productive. It's so kind of productive to do that. Right. I mean, it just isn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't really a cool thing to see. You know, AJ Styles get done like that. I mean, he has been having an awesome year, um, since last year, and I thought he should have held the belt to at least WrestleMania, but I mean, the the match they had though was a really good match. I mean, I. They put on a show. I mean, I I seen so many submission moves in like five minutes that I <laughs> figure fours to arm bars, all kinds of stuff. So I mean, but that that performances was great. But I mean, John's. I mean, say what you want about John Cena. John Cena is one of the you know best superstars in the WWE. And every time he you know goes into a match, he always pre- prepares the right way. But I just didn't like the fact how he undressed AJ Styles that way. I I, I heard that. Um, also on the the Taz show that a lot of people have issue with him, the way he talked to AJ Styles and then the fact that he beat AJ Styles. And I also think that this rivalry actually could have went all the way to WrestleMania. It should have. I think that... I think it's still my guy. Because I... I, think I, it's I over but I, 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 I'm not sure of what angle they're going to go with AJ Styles or Cena because I don't see... I don't know if there's another opponent right now for Cena to face at WrestleMania. At least AJ Styles has some options. But yeah. I, I just don't want to see him take a downturn from this. I, I don't think AJ I Styles hope he got because, many because options. Because I think like. I think that I think eventually AJ Styles does get the belt back because who who else better on on SmackDown than AJ Styles to get the belt back? As a matter of fact, I could see AJ Styles beating John Cena for the belt as well. That could happen as well. You know, you don't know what type of angle that they're going to go with, especially with Randy Orton winning the belt. You don't know. It possibly could be Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. That's a matchup we haven't seen yet. Definitely wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, I just think, think with AJ, is is not – and it's the roster on SmackDown because it's not deep enough at the main defense spot. We, he burned through kind of everybody. But, you know, something, though, that's really special about SmackDown is that – Despite them not having the same power, top-heavy talent that Raw has, SmackDown overall is the better show Definitely. overall. Jeff, do you agree? Yeah, uh, by far. Uh, just because, again, it just it's it's some promos. Maybe take five ten minutes. You know, some of them are good. Some of them, you know, you know, you know, they're what they are. They're promos and stuff. But you know, you get good quality matches. You get um, you know, you get you you what you get to see is you get to see wrestling and you get to see them given the time to perform on Raw. It's all you know. You got your comedy segments, you got your 
cruiserweight matches, you got your five minute matches, you know, it, it's all like jammed up and SmackDown, you can let them be and you get to know them. And I think the best part of talk of uh, SmackDown too is afterwards is talking smack. Yes. You get to hear their promos and you get to hear, you know, you get to hear them and they, you get to, they get to do their thing and you get to connect with them. Like Mojo Raleigh. We, we, we can honestly say Mojo Raleigh, you know what? Who cared about Mojo Raleigh? But you know what? He's, he's won a couple matches and you hear him on talking smack and they actually are interested in Mojo Raleigh now. So I think they do a good job uh, building up their characters. I think the talking smack segment has helped out Baron Corbin mm-hmm. and The Miz. I think those are the... Oh, and Alyssa, uh, Alexa Bliss. I yep. think those three, yeah, that Talk and Smack segment has helped them propel to another level because you see that not only can they do it in the ring, but their mic skills are, are phenomenal. And then your point about Mojo Riley, I I, I could care less about Mojo Riley until I seen Talk and Smack. And like you said, it, it makes you sympathize with a lot of these athletes and it's like okay I didn't know that Mojo had a, a relationship with Ron Gronkowski I didn't know that he, this, was, th- this was a dream of his mm-hmm. to actually be in WWE and the, the storyline of how he was able to get in um, but Roger you were about to say something I was going to say Smackdown does more with less more I mean by saying that I mean they do more with, with the superstars that they have, which they don't have very much, but they build them up the correct way. And, um, and with only with only a two-hour span, you're able to um, pretty much tell everything within that two-hour span instead of dragging it out like they do on Raw. But, I mean, but Raw has all the superstars, and they still have troubles, you know, finding spots, you know, for, for some of these superstars. Uh, and we give you a perfect example. You've seen Roman Reigns fight Jericho and... Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens consistently, and it's like, there's no point in seeing him in the pay-per-view. Granted, they had a good match last night, but it was like, man, we've seen this so many times. Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. And then they recycle them. Like, like Instead of crossing, like, crossing the superstars together like they do on SmackDown a little better, they don't do that on Raw, and then SmackDown has three women's beefs. Well, Raw only has that one. Well, well technically two. T- technically. Well, now two, because you've got Nia Jax into the mix and, and Bailey. But for the, I mean, for the longest time though, we we didn't mind Sasha versus Charlotte. Now we we wonder about the direction of Raw, but SmackDown we're loving it. The fact that Naomi is back, mm-hmm. you have Alexa Bliss in there, um, Mickey James, Becky Lynch, Mickey James, yes, Nikki Bella and and Natalia. So <laughs> it, WrestleMania, is, it, I'm I'm curious to see what they're going to do with all of them at WrestleMania. But I want to get back to John Cena. John Cena winning his 16th title. Does this make John Cena the greatest WWE superstar of all time, Jeff? Ah, man. You know what? Uh, It probably does, man. I mean, it it probably does. I mean, uh, just for what the longevity. uh, I know there's Austin fans and Rock fans and Hogan fans and uh, just the longevity that the guy's had, you know, and just all the stuff that he does. And to mention, the guy comes back from injuries like three months before schedule and the, the schedule that he keeps and the grind that this guy does and just everything. I think, you know, and and I and you know, and I'm from an objective perspective, you know, not like hitting John Cena and just trying to hear all this stuff. JBL praises him and stuff like that. And and when you put that all together, I, I gotta say, yeah, I mean. He complained about his wrestling and you know and his and his you know his moves, but the guy the guy is entertaining. When he had the United States Championship and he had that uh, the U.S. Open Challenge, and then the match he has with AJ, and you know he pulls out moves that you're like, whoa, where'd that come from? And just longevity and his popularity. The guy's never really. I mean, when he started out, he did that heel for a little bit, but the guy's never really been full blown heel after that, and he's maintained. Uh, you know, I do. I, I gotta say yes, man. I gotta say yes. At the end of the day, yeah, he is probably gonna be the greatest WWE superstar of all time. Roger, I think he's the standard. Um, I mean, he's he's the prototyp the prototypical um, superstar that does everything right. I mean, he he goes to he, he the Make a Wish Foundation. He's like, what is oh, he? Yes. Over he, over five hundred. And then, as a matter of right. fact, after his match. You see him going to the crowd yep. with one of the, the the kids from the Make a Wish yeah. Foundation. I mean, it's that 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 that's magical in of itself. The fact that he's done that many wishes 
Um, and now you see him crossing over too. Exactly, he's crossing over, and he's still, you know, keeping that that work, that work ethic, that work schedule to do the WWE and Hollywood. But I mean, over the past fifteen years, I mean, John Cena, I mean, he's done everything that you want a superstar to do. He, he doesn't, you know, test positive for anything. He doesn't get into trouble. He's always on time. He's always professional. He's he does everything the correct way. He, I have never heard anything negative about John Cena in the ring or outside the ring. So he, yes, I believe he is. Um, he, he, if he's not there now, he will be the, the best of all time. How, how fitting the, the former gentleman that called himself the prototype. Will, <laughs> prototype, yeah. probably become the greatest WWE superstar ever. I mean, he's right. Him and Bruno San Martino's right there, one or two. What's, what's your guys, what's your guys Mount Rushmore, by the way? Oh, Ooh, top five or uh, what? Well, four, you're Mount Rushmore. Ooh, yeah, four. I, I would say... Um, and since you put me on the spot, oh, and th- look, I, I, I know th- this is just on the spot. I don't have pen and paper with me. This is just off the top of my head. Spur of the moment question, ladies and gentlemen, for our listening <laughs> audience out there. It definitely has to be Ric Flair. I'm a huge Undertaker fan, and the fact that Undertaker has done his thing for over 25 years, I think is phenomenal in of itself. So I have to definitely put the Undertaker up there. Um, it, it it's hard for me to say because I, I love Kurt Angle, but I have to I would have to put Shawn Michaels, um, Shawn Michaels over over Angle only because I, I just never remember a bad match be that Shawn Michaels or the Undertaker has ever had, and then John Cena, uh, the fact that. He's been doing this for so long. I mean, literally, like, it's like, wow, we grew up on John Cena. You know, just like we talk about, we grew up on Brady. We grew up on LeBron James. But or John Kobe. Cena, it, John, yeah, and Kobe. But the fact that we've seen John Cena progress and he just seems to get better and better every time, I, I got to I gotta roll with John Cena on my Mount Rushmore. So my Mount my Mount Rushmore of WWE superstars consists of John Cena, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, and um, Ric Flair. Yeah. You want to go Let's next, day? Guys. That, 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 that would be a show in itself. Okay, I broke it down into four categories. You got your greatest character, which would be The Undertaker. He's been around 26 years now. He's the greatest character probably has ever been made in wrestling. The greatest worker, Shawn Michaels. And what he just was able to do in the ring was so great. Greatest all around. Stone Cold Steve Austin could do it all. Could transform himself into anything he could. And finally, the greatest carrier of a territory, of a of a property, a WCW, WWE, or back in the territorial days, Ric Flair. Yeah. Well, my top uh, five would be The Rock. I mean... Say what you want to say. Um, oh, top four. Oh, it's top four. Okay, Mount so, Rushmore. Top four. Must I love the Rock? Just wasn't there long enough, man. And, and he, he wasn't there. He wasn't he there long. with Austin too. I, I agree with you. He wasn't there long enough. But to me, you know, he he's the you know he was just everything. He was awesome, all the way around. Stone Cold Steve Austin, loved the guy. I mean, always funny. What? Beer drinking. What? <laughs> and every everything. What? Hulk Hogan. He's been around since the test of time, you know, and he, he's great. Um, and also, John Cena's on my top because he's just, you know, 16-time world champion now and, you know, probably will get another one before his career is over with. Jeff, who do you have? Well, I'm going to go with guys that transcend. I mean, if I had my own, like, my own as far as, like, ability in the ring, you'd have your flares, your Bretts, and your Mike, Shawn Michaels, and you'd have those guys, but as – when I look at the Mount Rushmore, I'm talking about, you know, when you look at the Mount Rushmore presence, you're looking at the guys that transcend stuff. So you got to put Austin up there. you got to put Hogan, uh, you know. And I, I have and I have to take Bruno out and put in Cena. And I have The Rock. So I have The Rock, Cena, Austin, and Hogan just because they transcend the wrestling. You know, they, they you, know, you know those names. So I'm going to go with those. But it, it's a different Mount Rushmore as far as, like, you know, you have your flares, which is the greatest wrestler to me of all time, and Michaels. But 
when I put when I think about Rushmore, I'm talking about guys that transcend. Ric Flair was was at it, but it just wasn't bigger than Hulkamania at the time. So you put Hogan up there. Brother. Rock and Austin attitude era. That's a huge era. And then you have Cena, who I think would bump off Bruno. So you'd have uh, Hogan, Rock, Austin, and John Cena. Hey, look, I, I can't get mad at anybody's list. Yeah, I have to that. totally agree. With the, the few minutes that we have left, I want to ask y'all real quickly, can Kevin Owens does ever win clean? He's a heel. He's a heel. No, He's a heel. But, there you go. He's a heel. But the thing is, like I said, AJ Styles has won some matches clean, and y'all talk about heels. Seth Rollins won a lot of matches clean when he was carrying the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, when you have a buddy like Kevin Owens does, you you can you know, you, you don't does, there's no need to you know win clean. Does does that does this diminish his title run? The fact that uh, no 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 it don't because remember Triple H did this too back in like 05 and 06 when he had Ric Flair you know helping with well, every single match back in 03 and 04 with Evolution yeah you know so <laughs> so no I don't I don't believe this tarnishes anything with Kevin Owens I disagree with y'all on one aspect the comedy part will discredit it a little bit compared to what AJ Styles has done on Smackdown it's just been a little too much comedy as much as I love Jericho it has been a little too much comedy alright one, one last question to conclude this this segment my per, what are you guys projected WrestleMania's car, WrestleMania cards thus far? Thus far for me, mine has Goldberg, Lesnar, Undertaker, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt, and AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. No, with, no. with possibly Stephanie versus oh. Sasha on there as well. That's what. That, that, thus far, that's my WrestleMania card. I know we're running out of time, but Triple H, Seth Rollins, definitely. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, and that match that. too. And don't forget, don't forget the one that we want to see all Shaq and Big Show. <laughs> oh, my. I, I hope that's on the pre-show, please. <laughs> no, it won't be on the pre-show. You I can't mean, do. is there any disagreements with my list? No. Or? The only I, one I'm hoping, not Shane McMahon, I'm hoping is Cena and AJ. They have a specialty match, maybe a steel cage match, something like that, a specialty to, to kind of get their feud over and done with. Um, I do think the women's title... It's going to be a fatal four-way. For the Raw? Win yeah, for the Raw. Um, you, what about Sasha and Stephanie? You don't see that match? It'd be nice, but I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's going to get to that point. I don't think Stephanie's wrestling at WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get to that point. Uh, well, Jeff, what do, you, I, what do you think about the, the projected card? I agree. I see a fatal four-way for, uh, for the women's match, the, for, the, for the Raw title. And then uh, just one thing on AJ... AJ and Shane McMahon. No offense to Shane McMahon, but unless he goes off the uh, off the I don't know the <laughs> I don't know somewhere in Orlando in the Citrus Bowl somewhere, I, I don't know how he can top last year. And I don't want to see AJ. You know he's he's thirty nine, right? He's got like one, a couple more years left. I want to see dream matches. I no offense to Shane McMahon. He's a great worker, but I want to see a dream match. You know I want to see AJ with someone on his level and stuff like that. I'm sure they have a good match. I just need to see AJ take on somebody. You know. Some someone else, you know. I who it would have been great to see him in Joe or something like that, but I I just I just want to see him take on a a, a superstar at his level. Uh, right. Agreed. All right. Well, this concludes our wrestling show. Go to our Twitter and answer the the poll. Who would you have rather Who would you have rather seen win the Royal Rumble? The Undertaker, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar, or Goldberg? All right, we want to thank True Sounds for our theme song. Don't forget to like our Facebook page, The Flex Zone. If you have any questions, ideas, or possibly want to be a guest, send us an email to theflexzone1 at gmail.com. Our show is executively produced by Andre Melton. Our associate producer is Gravante Hurd. Uh, um, I'm sorry, our associate producer is Byron Dixon, and our senior producer is Gravante Hurd. Our host for this evening has been me, and our production team consists of Dwayne, Hughes, Hugh Scott, Brian H. Waters, and... Our marketing team is D, Ava, and Key. Until next time, D. Like that? We gone. Good night. Just like Brock Lesnar. Peace. (laughs)